if you are afraid to ask for help, if you're like, well, I should know what to do, or I need to prove it to myself that I can do it, or I'm a lone wolf, I don't need anybody, ask yourself why you're really saying this and realize part of it is ego. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Shed the ego, seek to fail faster. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast. So it can be really easy to fear failure. Most of us do. And then on top of fearing failure, a lot of us have the lone wolf attitude. We want to feel like we can do it on our own. We feel like it's failing if we even ask for help. I actually had a woman comment on a post on Facebook the other day saying that she needed to prove to herself that she could do it on her own. And while I totally understand the attitude and I've even had ego myself and being like, no, I can do this on my own. I started to realize that that really is what it is. It's ego getting in the way of me seeking the help that I actually need. And it's not even that we don't know or that we can't do it on our own technically, but basically we're holding ourselves back because we're not seeking to fail as fast as we possibly can. Because learning to succeed and success itself is based on making mistakes, those learning experiences that we often see as failures. But failing isn't failure. Failure is the inability to step outside your comfort zone, to put yourself out there, to take a risk, to dream of something bigger. Failing are just little mistakes that do happen along the way towards success. They're learning experiences, especially if we see them as such. But when we think we need to do it on our own, when we have ego and asking for help, we're basically holding ourselves back from failing as fast as possible because there's only so many mistakes you can actually make on your own at a specific pace. And trust me, I've tried to fail pretty fast at points, but there's still only so fast you can go. So by having a coach, by seeking out programs, by seeking to learn from other people and watching videos, reading articles, we can almost fail faster by learning from their failures so we don't have to make those same mistakes. So asking for help isn't admitting that you can't do it on your own. It's seeking to not waste your own time. So it's actually being smarter. So if we can let our ego go and seek to fail faster and look for that outside perspective and help, we can get better results way more quickly. I actually love the Thomas Edison story because we all know that you know he found like just a bazillion ways not to do something right and that he didn't see it as actually failing, but it actually helped him succeed. But what's not often told with that story is the fact that he hired on other people to help him fail faster because he knew that the way to success was actually to eliminate all the different variables. So when you're trying to achieve the goals that you want to achieve, remember that by having a coach, you're avoiding the pitfalls that they found ways to overcome so that you can end up failing faster to achieve the results you want. So if you're finding that right now you're, you're almost afraid of failing, that you're putting up defenses against making a change and hiring somebody on or looking at other perspectives or joining another program, I really want you to question why. Is it that ego is getting in the way? Is your brain trying to protect yourself by not putting yourself out there to fail because it's afraid of failure? Remember, failing isn't failure. Failing is learning experiences. So if I'm really struggling to get my ego out of the way, if I'm struggling to embrace failures or be more comfortable being uncomfortable, I ask myself these questions and I wanted to present these to you as well, especially if you're sort of in that range where you want to make a change, but you don't want to fail and you're not truly, truly full, uh, fully sure of how you need to approach the situation. So one, why not ask for help? 
And what I mean by that is not telling you to ask for help, but assess yourself. Why are you afraid of asking for help? And if it's that, you know, you will need to prove it to yourself that you need to do it on your own, ask yourself why. Too often, we just make a statement. You know, we say tracking is restrictive. I don't need help. I won't ask for help because I need to do it on my own. Instead of asking why we feel these ways, we never dig any deeper. And a lot of times it is that ego getting in the way or it is the fear of failure getting in the way. So ask yourself, why not ask for help? Is it that I really enjoy the experimentation on my own? Is it in, that I enjoy the learning process and I feel I get more out of making those mistakes on my own? Or is it that I'm afraid of asking for help because it'll seem like I don't know what to do? I often have dietitians and other trainers come to me wanting to make a change, saying, hey, you know, right now I just can't make it on my own. I have all this knowledge. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but there's nothing embarrassing about it because we always are looking at stuff through our own lens. And sometimes having that outside perspective can be so key to showing us something we haven't really reviewed in the past. So no matter how much you know, there's always more to learn. And knowing something is different than also applying it to yourself when you're in a specific circumstance and really close to the situation. So ask yourself, why am I not asking for help? Why am I not taking this risk? Is it ego getting in the way? Is it fear of failure getting in the way? And then consider what pitfalls have others seen when taking on these challenges. So even if you don't hire on a coach, if you're reading something else and seeing another perspective or starting a new program, think about the mistakes they made in trying to figure out what worked. And then as you're even going through that set program yourself, think about the challenges that are going to arise. The more that you can even plan ahead for those challenges, the more you can avoid them, but the more you can even learn from the experiences when mistakes do happen. Because success is failure to some extent. You can't see success without failing in the process. So the more you embrace each and every mistake, setback, failure as a learning experience, the more you're gonna grow from it. The more you're gonna manage your expectations and truly see results. So even consider what other pitfalls you've seen other people like fall into or the mistakes that you've seen them make when going for the same result that you're going for. And then you need to repeat to yourself that failing isn't failure. Failure is never taking a risk so you never see your full potential. Failure is never being willing to push yourself outside your comfort zone and almost letting your goals just sort of fade away into the sunset because you're too afraid to actually take that risk. If you want to succeed and the greater you want to succeed, the more you're going to have to risk doing kind of stupid things at points. You're going to have to make those, those mistakes. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, why the heck did I do that? Thinking of one right now, it's the potato diet. I literally was trying to avoid tracking so hard that I did the potato diet. And now thinking back on that, I know in my head I thought, oh, well, french fries taste really good. But it was nothing like that. And I also knew it wasn't technically, you know, micronutrient dense with a ton of diversity. But I was so afraid of failing with tracking or it not working that I failed anyway. So ask yourself, you know, why am I afraid of stepping outside my comfort zone? Is it that I'm afraid of failure? Is it ego getting in the way? And then remember that mistakes are going to be part of that road to success. Repeat that to yourself often, especially when you're picking yourself up after a mistake has happened. And just remember too, that's how strength grows, right? The fact that you're moving forward now, that's all that matters. Those mistakes are now a learning experience. You just don't brush past them, actually embrace them and learn from them. And then if you're finding you wanna put a wall up against something, Tell yourself to do it more. So I ask myself, you know, why am I defensive against this? Why don't I want to do this? Why am I feeling the urge to push back against this change even more? 
And the more I start to assess that, the more I realize, well, this is probably a change that I'm just really uncomfortable with and I probably need to make it. I go through all the reasons why I don't want to do something and I go, hey, do any of these truly have validity other than they feel uncomfortable or I don't know if they will work? Because you don't fully know what's possible until you actually prove it possible. So ask yourself why you're putting up that wall against making a change and often you'll realize it's just because it's way outside your comfort zone and you're afraid it won't work, but you don't know for sure. So often we doom ourselves with doubt. So if you want the feedback as to what you truly need, you need to take that risk. And even think about it in terms of patterns you see yourself repeating. Say you track for a couple weeks and then you fall off always at the two week mark. You could now say, well, tracking doesn't work, you know, I'm not gonna do it and put up defenses against it. But instead assess, hey, is it that I've never actually just pushed through that barrier? Now knowing at two weeks, I always tend to fall off. At two weeks when I feel myself wanting to fall off, why not say, hey, I'm gonna push a little harder. Once you break that pattern, because you are trained to just keep repeating that pattern, you're going to be amazed at the results that you get. So when you have a barrier against doing something, realize that part of making a change is hard. There are sacrifices that come with reaching a new and better goal. Even what is sustainable ultimately doesn't feel sustainable sometimes in the short term. So as much as we think, oh yeah, the lifestyle is easy, it's great, and I'll say, oh, you can have whatever you want. You can, but that doesn't make that mean that every change along the way is going to feel easy. There's going to be times where you really run into that wall and you kind of have to just beat against it until you break a hole through. But you have to embrace that it's going to be hard, face it and realize that you probably need to do it more when you are hitting those walls. So if you are afraid to ask for help, if you're like, well, I should know what to do or I need to prove it to myself that I can do it or I'm a lone wolf, I don't need anybody. Ask yourself why you're really saying this and realize part of it is ego. Having a coach asking for help, seeking to do someone else's program is just giving yourself a new perspective so that you're not looking at things from your one point of view. It's gonna help you fail faster to see better results because we need those failures to truly learn what works for us. So shed the ego, embrace failing faster. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.